0: Jeffrey Hurlins, Motocross of Nations, uh, this was a big one for you obviously, this was basically your whole year, based on how it's gone, you won, which was the main goal, yep. individually it wasn't your best weekend I guess, but does that matter, like, you won and that was the goal?
1: Yeah, obviously, you know, we wanted to uh, go 1-1, that's not a, not a secret, um, but obviously, you know, with the weather circumstances, you've been seeing it, has been raining so much and they flatten the track all the time. And then the first few laps, you know, you with the goggle, you're struggling. I mean, I had no goggle problems at all. The goggle was working absolutely 100% fine. But just, you know, you get roosted constantly. And, you know, when you're not there up front, it makes it difficult. And uh, uh, I think that's why we, we didn't win individually. But, hey, this is a team race, and we've won it as a team. So can't ask for more.
0: Obviously, this is your first sand motocross race in a year. Yep. Uh, did the beach race last week actually help? I guess with the rain, it kind of changed the game
1: completely. Yeah, because last week was riding in the Sahara, and now we are riding in rain and mud and lines and <laughs> flat track. and Yeah, just the rain ruined, ruined my completely plan to go 1-1 at the nation. So it's uh, it was a shame, but hey, you know, it's racing and it's part of the things. Uh, but if you look to my the month I've been racing, I was consistent. You know, I was always kind of in the top five so and uh to win championships you need to be like that so uh, after this uh, we got some tests to do this week and then next week get surgery get the metal removed from the collarbone and the foot and ankle so i'll be metal free again and then uh, taking two months off to get it all healed up i mean i can do basically everything alive but you know the bones really need to get strong again because there was all the screws and plates on and then uh, in december we'll uh go for 2020
0: one of your goals with racing the last couple of weeks was to make sure you didn't get arm pump here. Yep. Was there a bit of that at all,
1: or were you completely fine? <laughs> the arm I didn't have arm pump. Uh, the arm pump was uh, was no problem at all. it Was just that, you know, I missed out the first few laps each time. Yesterday, first moto, a second moto, and a second moto even had three crashes. So uh, I think I should be thankful today with the second and the fourth it was really good for where I came through the first laps in both motos and the crashes I've had what
0: happened in the first moto because you were riding around steady it was nice it was good and then randomly out of nowhere you flicked a switch and went six seconds a lap quicker than anyone like what changed on lap 10 or whatever because it was the most random thing ever
1: uh yeah (laughs) did
0: you just get bored and go you know what fuck it
1: no with beginning it was just like oh i got roost and the track was flat i couldn't find anywhere to pass because the track was so flat it was just one fast quick line so i went through there and it just had to follow couldn't do much but then the track got rougher and more bumpy and then I I found lines to pass so uh then I could get past the guys same set at the last moto but then obviously you know like for example Prado I passed the kid three times cause I yeah just, I didn't know what was going
0: on there either every time I looked up you were behind him again
1: yeah I passed him crashed passed him again crashed again and then passed him again and then I was like now I'm over it so but like uh and, and guys like that and, and and yeah I just made a hard work for myself but uh need to thank the whole Red Bull KTM factory racing team crew, they did a great job, the bike was awesome. Um, just, you know, I have to work on the stars. I don't know if it, this, this was really a good test for stars, the, the complete star field was like muddy and things like that. So it wasn't like a normal scenario, but I think that's the only thing we can improve for next year and just be consistent again and make sure we get healthy, that's the most important. Uh, obviously uh, we missed out on the pie this year, but we got the sherry at least, so uh, two, of one, uh, two of one here was, uh, was good. So looking forward uh, to next year already. Now taking some time off. Some good testing hopefully this week if the weather allows it to. And then, uh, like I said, two months off and then ready to go and prepare for next season.
0: I couldn't see the uh, start from
1: where I was stood. But I'm guessing you had outside gate both times? No, both times inside. That's the worst. Oh. What, what happened to your start <laughs> I just screwed up both times. Like really, really messed up. I don't know what happened. But I uh, I have no explanation. I mean, it's not the bike. Because in the previous races, my starts were good. Like and Hall shots. Turkey they were good, China they were not too bad, so, not the bike, it's just, it was me, I I don't know what what went wrong, Um, yesterday I spinned a bit on the net, same first moto, obviously, again, due to weather circumstances, it was so like ice on the plate, so, um, maybe a bit of wheel spin, maybe I I had too much RPM or whatsoever, I don't know, so... uh, but like I said, it was not a normal circumstance to what we had today. I
0: asked uh, Calvin the same question. It's kind of a tricky one, but obviously all three of you guys are amazing in the sand. That's where you shine. Yeah. So yesterday, coming in, you were already a level above everyone else. Yeah. Do you feel like it helped you, it in today, because it became more technical, skill came into it a bit more, or do you think it kind of closed the gap to the other teams?
1: Um, I think if it was dry, we would have had even a even a bigger advantage because we were all working hard on the last few weeks all the tracks were like a sahara so dry because we we didn't have rain for a long long time and then obviously just things turned around this week and just rain 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 so i think uh i mean if you look the points difference yeah we we did pretty awesome like a one one two and a four and a ten and then the rest of the the guys i don't know belgium i think they're like 30 points or something Uh, like 58 I think are they at 58 48
0: something
1: like that yeah so we're like 30 points up front so I think and good all good I would say
0: (laughs) Uh, winning the motocross of nations everything you would thought it would be like fans were crazy was it just as special as you thought
1: yeah it's awesome I mean I've won I won AMA nationals I won 86 GPs I won 4 world titles MX2 MXGP I basically won everything I almost could have won but never uh, I even won individually uh, the motocross of nations uh, MXGP, MX Open, but never the MX of Nations at all. So to win that, and especially for the first time, Holland have won in our home country. It's pretty amazing.
0: Uh, what about a king? Did he like you or did he hate you? <laughs> he
1: seemed to like me. <laughs> he seemed to like me. Were you allowed to
0: like look at him in the eye, or was it was there set rules?
1: <laughs> yeah, I was. I, I was actually thinking about asking him if I could pay less tax, but I didn't. didn't or sponsorship, really, maybe? Didn't really have the boss to do that. Nah, I'm just kidding. I mean. Uh, he loves sports, so that's uh, that's very nice. to Have a king like that, and uh, it's not everyday an everyday thing to shake hands with the king of your country and to to see a guy like that. So I really appreciate his his visit, and uh, pretty awesome. Uh, last thing, 2020 it's on. 2020 is on, boys. <laughs> I mean, uh, 2018 was on. 2019 was completely off. So 2020, <laughs> we go for back uh, back on. Hopefully, yeah.
0: Calvin Blundering, uh Microsoft Nations, look, there was a lot of debate and hype and whatever else you want to call it about who should ride MX2 for the Netherlands. But no one can argue that you weren't the right pick. You did your job. You did more than actually what you probably could have or should have. And yeah, you did what, exactly what you needed to do to help the Netherlands win. So perfect day for you.
2: Yeah, not a perfect day. Um, perfect day for the team, obviously. We had a, yeah, three, three good races, um, consistent races. I think our worst result was my 10th um in both races so uh, for me I would have liked to be a little bit high up in the field but still I'm satisfied with the 10th and uh was good good enough for the team um obviously I had a lot of pressure coming into the coming into the weekend coming into that first race uh I had a lot of pressure but as soon as I had a, I had a good start and as soon as I was in the first corner all the pressure was gone and I could just ride and and try not make mistakes and and try and finish as high up as I could so for the team, it was very special. Um, very special day. We made history today. Just a yeah, great feeling.
0: I feel like two top tens is all you can want on a two fifty. I guess, like you say, maybe a seventh or an eighth would be better. But still, two top tens. Like not many people do that on a two fifty.
2: Yeah. Um, yeah. If you're Ivan Vujovic, you can win on a two fifty. So, I think it's it would. It, I think it could be possible on a hard pack track to win on a 250, but today in the sand it was quite a big difference with the 450s, um, especially on the long straights. They just they just haul uh, past you. So I'm satisfied with 10th in both races. Um, I would have liked to win MX2, uh, second second in MX2, still good, um, not too bad. Happy.
0: I think I saw you throw your goggles like four laps on the end of the second race. And uh, I was just literally like, has he not learned anything from Red Redbud? Like, come on. Uh, did that, was that actually on your mind all day? Like, keep it steady, keep my eyes safe and just make sure I can actually
2: race? My goggles actually worked perfectly the whole day. Um, first motor I was just, just like everyone was in front of me. I was roosted all the time. So I actually finished my film on my road off. Um, and I had to, yeah, I just had to pull the goggles off and I knew it was like two laps to go, three laps to go so it was a good time, there was no one really in front of me um, and actually when I took the goggles off I, can look, I could see a little bit better and there was no rocks on the track so um, no start, no eyes getting getting uh, yeah hit so second race, third lap I was behind Osborne trying to make a pass on him and he went over a single and just, just got on the gas and the sand actually went underneath my helmet underneath my goggles and uh I was pulling my roll offs, but it wasn't working because it was underneath, so I um, had to had to um, take my goggles off and um made a decision to come into the pit lane uh, to the goggle lane, and I lost about ten seconds because I stalled it there but uh, we won't talk about that no i I, I think I could have won mX two because i I'd passed Olsen first lap, I passed Geertz first lap. Um, but yeah unfortunately I felt like I was going to pass Osborne in the waves that was the only place that I could pass on the track um, against the 450 so yeah what more can I say Um, uh, yeah that's it I was
0: trying to figure out if like the rain helped you guys or hurt you because look you're all great sand riders so already you were you didn't have an advantage but you were higher up than everyone else the rain made it more technical so I guess your skills would shine through more but then it also made it more of a lottery so do you think it would have favoured you more to have the conditions from yesterday or today?
2: Um, tough question, eh? Tough question, yeah. I think... Yeah, how many points did we win by? I think oh, like quite, a gazillion? A yeah, yeah, I don't quite know. 200? So, I think if it had been the conditions dry and sunny, we would have... Not to be cocky, but I think we would have done the same. Um, so do maybe, I, to be fair. Maybe America or... Or France would have had more luck and been up there with us a little bit closer. But I think we still would have won if it was drier. And today we proved in the rain, in the sun, or whatever we can we can still uh, we can still do it. So yeah, I think uh, yesterday the track was a little better, obviously. Uh, but today they you know they they didn't really make it flat overnight. So all the rain just went into the into the ruts and just made it super super soft. And I think I got my bike got stuck twice in the warm up this morning. And uh, I was thinking, oh, it's going to be a terrible day in the rain. But just try to put a positive mind mind to it and uh, have fun. That's the most important is have fun and also live in the moment because uh, the day goes by very fast. Uh, now, if I look back, I wish I was back on that podium <laughs> screaming with, with all the Dutch fans because that, that goes by like a split second. Um, but, yeah, it's just a very special day. How was the reaction from Dutch fans since you've been picked? Obviously, like I say,
0: there was a lot of debate. Have people have the people who wanted Rowan been giving you a hard time or is it always, has it been
2: quite uh, peaceful? Um, it's been quite peaceful. Obviously, a lot of people have their own opinions, which I respect. Um, a lot of people thought that Rowan was a better choice, which maybe he was, who knows. Um, obviously, I showed today that I was still a, a good pick and, and I think the team manager is very happy with his decision. Um, nothing against Rowan. Uh, he could have also done great today. Um, but yeah, no, no negative, no, a few negative things I've I've seen on on uh, Facebook and Instagram. But to be honest with you, um, I think I proved everyone wrong today, and and also we proved like last year we had a bit of a unlucky situation but we should have won last year and uh, this year we just proved that uh, that netherlands are the fastest at the moment uh
0: last thing obviously we've talked about you getting a ride forever now from what i hear things are looking up obviously you can't say too much but it sounds like you're at least be on the start line
2: next year definitely there was no question about being on not being on the start line um i was always going to be there um i was going maybe going to go to america but that's kind of fallen away um I will definitely be on the start line next year. I don't know what bike, what team. Does this mean like we can't
0: say too much? But I've heard rumours. Does this mean you're not close to doing a deal?
2: I'm close, but oh, it's, that's I it's, but it's not it's not confirmed yet at all. Um, yeah, it's still. Uh, I, I saw my manager now, and I, he says oh, I need to talk to you later. <laughs> so I know that as soon as I'm done with this uh, interview, I'm going to go chat to him <laughs> and, and find out what's what's happened over the weekend because I haven't I haven't chatted to him and and the plan was um, was to wait till after this weekend. Obviously to get all the pressure the pressure was, and the goal was to foc- was focus on this weekend and uh, we did that and I think now it's time to sign my contract and, and get ready for next year
0: Glenn Koldenoff Motocross of Nations look it's tough to be in the position that the Netherlands were because second would have been great but not good enough you had to win otherwise I don't know what the fans would have done but you got the job done and not only did you do that but you got two gold plates so
3: maybe the best day of your career I guess so yeah I think I can speak it's my, my best career so far this year uh, got a bronze medal now a gold medal last year I got one gold plate but this year I got two so uh, it's been amazing to do that in uh, in front of my own crowd you know it's uh, something unbelievable we need to keep this quick but
0: uh, kind of a tricky question obviously you've turned it up the last couple of rounds you won today so that was great I feel like compared to how you rode China Imola that was better so I feel like maybe even you had more to give today than what you did do you kind of feel like there was another level in you you mean... I just feel I like... Did, I, did I feel like... Now than I, China. No, I feel like you could go faster today. No. I, I feel like you were hitting your full potential even, even though you won.
3: You know, the track was so difficult and so demanding also for the bike. And you need to bring it home safe, you know. Um, it's very, very hard for the bike. So, um, no, I, I wasn't on the clutch as much as I usually do. So, um, no, that was good. And, and my bike was amazing today. So, uh, thanks to Standing Construct KTM, they, they've done an amazing job. So, um in the end maybe I could go faster but that would definitely be some risk yeah. and uh, that's something we don't need to take here how was the uh, pressure and everything was it uh, crazier than
0: anything you've experienced before or did you manage to block it out quite well
3: no there was of course a lot of pressure and everyone expect us to win and uh, in the end we did that but uh, the pressure was on but I really didn't feel like pressure I, I was here for yeah to do my job and uh, that's what we have done so uh, it was good I guess it's one of those things where as soon as the gate drops You just forget about everything and do your job Yeah, exactly, it was like that
0: uh, Look, we need to let you go Because there are a lot of people waiting for you But please answer this question Like, We need to know, what the hell happened to you before Imola? Did you get new parts? Did you become a new person? Like, What the hell happened? Tell us something
3: No, I think it was just uh, From many things all come together We know? need more <laughs> No, I, I feel like I got stronger My team definitely got better my team definitely got better, uh, a little better bike, but it was just small, tiny changes, what we did, and uh, in the end, you know, it falls all together. And once I got that belief, you know, things t- yeah, cha- changed it and, and, yeah, had a good result. So. so without those
0: small changes, you don't think you would have been able to hit
3: that next level? No, I think it has to do with, with all that, you know. I was growing into the season, I had a big injury, and I was getting stronger also. The team definitely got better, and it was just a complete package. Justin Cooper, Motocross of Nations.
0: Uh, first of all, I didn't even think you'd be here because obviously you got injured today. So just talk us through everything that happened, how you crashed on the first lap, how you somehow hit your teammate out of thirty-nine other guys. I uh, just want to run us through it all.
4: Yeah, it's funny. I didn't even know that even it was my teammate until I saw actually a video of it. So I just know that someone hit me really hard, and uh, yeah, I ended up messing up my hand really good. We tri- we tried to uh, put some injections in it and like you know numb it up a little bit, but it was it was painful. Uh, made the call to go out right at the last second, and just uh, you know just sat out there in, in pain. So it's it's a shame, uh, pretty unlucky that I, me and it was my teammate. That I mean it, it would have been cool if I just went down, but it, I took my teammate down with me, so that didn't help anything. But it's uh, the way the cookie crumbled, and uh, yeah, uh, good day yesterday, but nah, nothing today. It was it was pretty brutal out there.
0: I didn't even think you were going to continue after that first motor crash because, like, you were down for a while and it looked like you were hurt. So initially, did you think you had done more damage than you did?
4: Yeah, like, I, I got up and I couldn't I couldn't pick my bike up. Like, there was no way I was going to pick it up. So I took a breather and, like, my hand was, like, throbbing like crazy. So uh, eventually I, I got to the bike, saw there was no clutch or anything. So that kind of freaked me out a little bit more. And then I, you know, just ended up crashing again because I, I didn't have a clutch to to save me in the turns at all so i had to be really careful and when i did fall then i had to kind of rev it and like pop it into gear and you know it was just it was a it was a mess so uh well that is what it is and now we'll we'll go home regroup and get ready for supercross
0: was that first moto easier than the second because i guess you had adrenaline still and all of that or was the second moto a bit more comfortable because of the injections and
4: all of that stuff no the first moto was way more comfortable uh the only thing that wasn't comfortable was no clucks, so I couldn't really ride. Like, it was hard to ride because you couldn't really pop out of the lines and save yourself if you messed up in a turn. So, in a mud race, you need the clucks kind of to rely on to, you know, stay straight, and sometimes you just need to use it for, you know, stability. But uh, it is what it is, and tried, but, yeah, we weren't we weren't anywhere in race shape to, you know, graft or anything. So, it's a shame, but, uh, you know, you... It's how it's how the sport is and you get you get highs i mean out of my saturday was great and then sunday just all went to went to poop so uh yeah that's all (laughs) there's
0: yeah look this is going to put a bit of a uh, dark cloud over your motocross of nations experience but let's not forget that you dominated yesterday and a lot of american riders would love to come here and have a saturday like that so but based on your pre-race comments i feel like maybe you expected that against the mx2 guys
4: yeah for sure i came here to you know do my job with the mx2 class and uh I was doing just that, and then uh, you know, one little one one little mistake, and it all goes away. So, just uh, wrong place at the wrong time, especially for Jason running into me. But uh, it, this track was so so brutal, and the the weather that we got made it so much different than yesterday. It made it a lot more treacherous. Vision was a problem. We saw all that kind of good stuff. So, uh, I mean, nothing nothing to really complain about. Uh, I think I rode really good. Just. It's a shame that we that happened to us. So uh, we'll regroup we'll and uh, we'll come back for some some revenge, I guess you could say, for the next time on am out for motocross the nations.
0: When you hopped onto the track for the first time yesterday, was it like nothing you've ever ridden before, or could you at least like um, could you at least compare it to the European tracks you've ridden over the last couple of weeks?
4: No, I definitely could compare it. Uh, definitely a little bit more slippery. That's the best way to describe it. Uh, it hasn't, wasn't really too difficult, but it was uh, at the same time it was different. It was different than the European tracks I rode, and definitely different at home. But I felt like we were prepared. I felt like we were comfortable, and uh, yeah, just uh, it would have been nice to have a you know a weekend in that in the deep sand, just like how it was supposed to be. But turned into much more than that, and just uh, the vision was so bad out there. It's just every every straightaway you had to you know pull a roll off or something. So. Uh, it's tough on the two fifty. I knew it was going to be like this, and just uh, yeah, survival mode out there.
0: So you've broken a knuckle. Uh, is there any further damage, and how long is that going to put
4: you out for? Uh, my hand's just pretty banged up, and you know, cut up and all that. I don't know exactly what hit me, but yeah, I should be out for you know. I'll take a couple couple weeks off, two to three weeks, and see how I'm feeling, and then uh, go from there and uh last
0: thing obviously you put a lot of effort into this race a lot of time gave up a lot of off time uh obviously this is a shitty way for it to end but no regrets happy you did it happy you had the experience like fans
4: still love you all of that stuff yeah just uh disappointing it ended like that i didn't want to you know first lap of the first race not how i wanted it to go but uh all in all great experience thankful i came and uh you know we literally fell as a team on this one so uh yeah I'm grateful for the opportunity, and I'll, I'll do it again the next chance I have. So uh, hopefully we'll have a little bit better luck next time.
0: <laughs> Zach Osborne, Motocross of Nations. Uh, look, it wasn't a result anyone wanted, but I think the way I sum it up is everyone left Redbud saying what happened. Here, you kind of leave here saying what are you going to do because luck wasn't on your side and that was that.
5: Yeah, I mean, after yesterday, we were feeling pretty positive about it. You know, Justin was really good. He was clearly... The best in the mx2 and then today obviously he um came together with jason on the first lap which is worst case scenario and uh you know we didn't didn't make any progress there so that's super unfortunate i mean i feel like there was a oh this is uh,
0: this is an exclusive
5: so so yeah i mean uh it is what it is. I I don't know what else to say. I I rode pretty good in the first moto, mediocre in the second moto, had to stop for goggles. I mean, there's a million things you can say, but we were the sixth best team today. Um, I can really hang my hat on knowing that we came here, we did our very best. We put in a lot of effort. Um, both of the teams put in a lot of effort, Ice One and Kamiya and Star. Um, so... We, we, we gave it our all you know there's nothing left to question except that we were not the best team today
0: when you were watching that first moto and saw on the first lap that both the guys were so far down the order did that kind of just change things for you mentally completely like immediately did you have this gut feeling that you've kind of got to do your job
5: <laughs> yeah i mean it was worst case scenario from there on you know from from the first lap of the first moto but it is what it is, what, what do you do? Um, I knew that I needed to go out there and do some, make something happen in the second moto, so they gave me the gate pick, and I was able to get a fifth, which was decent, um, and just kind of get the ball rolling in the other direction, you know? Um, and that was, all, that was all, uh, all we could really write home about today.
0: Obviously, you weren't too happy after yesterday. Uh, hard to judge too much because of the conditions today, but do you feel like you made a lot of progress overnight?
5: Yeah, but also just really, I don't feel like I rode to my full potential either day. Um, Whether I was putting too much pressure on myself or whatever, I don't don't really know what it is what it is, and we'll just carry on.
0: After all of the testing you've done over the last month, did that kind of help? Like, did you come in after a couple of laps of practice yesterday and feel like you needed to overhaul the bike completely? Or was your base set in pretty close?
5: Uh, Well, I mean, we were basically both really close to our U.S. based setting so it was the what we knew the best but definitely the track was like nothing we rode in the weeks prior um, just it's super strange it's super slick feeling um, not much to really turn on but um, yeah I mean there's nothing really to be said other than that it, it didn't go our way uh, that's, that's huge you know if we could have had Justin I feel like he was easily two times in the top 15 that put us on the podium you know so um but it was really unfortunate for him to to get injured or banged up in the first first race and um have a have a terrible day
0: no regrets right obviously you put a lot into this event your family did uh because of that you sat here pissed off bitter or like you say like there's nothing you could do about this
5: yeah i mean of course i would have loved to have a trophy to take home or something um that would have been really nice uh, for all the effort but if i was asked to do it again i would sign up Straight away, so no regrets at all. And uh, like I said, I think that we can hang our hats on the fact that we came here when no one else would, and and put in a bigger effort than probably has been done in a long time. So I'm happy with uh, with my guys. They picked the flag up and ran towards the battle just as I did, and that's all we can say.
0: And uh, last thing, obviously, this event means more to you than maybe any other American rider. Uh, you obviously desperately want to stand on the podium. You've had two shots, haven't managed it. Uh, is patience starting to wear a little thin? Like,
5: are you starting to get a bit antsy and really want this to happen? I mean, of course, I would love for it to happen. It's it's a huge goal of mine. Um, even a win with Team USA would be awesome. But it's one of those deals where, yeah, what do, what do you do? I mean, um, it's it's a freaking hard race to win. And I think that we were a little bit spoiled in the U.S. with so many wins in a row, and not really realizing that. Task and how how big it actually is, and then you have a day like today where it's just like terrible weather, you know. And uh, so yeah, for me, it's uh, I hope I get another chance. You know, uh, it's 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 hard to get picked, honestly. I mean, uh, even with guys saying no, it's still like a, a decision. So um, I'm grateful every time that I'm mentioned in the in the conversation, and yeah, we'll just keep plugging away and hope. Hope for uh, another selection. Uh,
0: one more thing. When you got selected, you were quite vocal about wanting to change the setup of Team USA, have you guys close together again. Uh, just looking from the paddock, it seems like you managed that. So, do you feel like that was a big advantage compared to,
5: say, uh, Mataly? For sure. We had a much better team atmosphere this week. Um, but, you know, it's one of those things where you, you change something and it doesn't go well, so then there's going to be criticism. So, um, I, I'm totally aware and. and um, ready for that but it's uh yeah i think we did a much better job as a team than ever than than i've seen in a long time
0: okay uh, roger da motocross of nations look again it wasn't the result the team usa wanted or deserved but whereas last year i think we left redbud saying like what happened this time i think we're leaving here just saying it was bad luck and i guess you'll get them next year
6: yeah i, I really am happy and thankful of uh of uh, many things the, the effort from the riders and coming in early and, and and you know working hard uh, for it and being positive and and then for all the help we got uh, from the Europeans from uh, especially the Ice One team and uh, also the, the 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 Yamaha team that helped uh, uh, Cooper and uh, you know it's bad that uh, the, the that crash that was um, happened in the first in the first uh, few corners in the first motor and that took out Cooper and, uh, and Anderson together and um, then Cooper's hand that was pretty badly injured and uh, he showed a lot of toughness by wanting to race the, the, the second the second race after you know finishing that first race with no clutch and uh, and uh, badly hurting a uh, hand and you know, it sounds like uh, it's becoming a tradition uh, for us to do bad but I I really feel that there was a a big change in in attitude and uh, and positiveness uh, with the team and um, you know, we're not going to give up and uh, I I think podium was was uh, the third place I think we we deserved today it was realistic we didn't get it but um you know, it would be next year.
0: Was there a point between Motos 1 and 2 where Cooper wasn't even going to ride? Or was he always like, I don't care about my hand, I need to do this for the team?
6: No, he... Um, uh, when I saw bad it was swollen and all that, and uh, the doctor said he thought that it was uh, maybe a couple of fingers broken, I suggested to him that, um, you know, to, uh, that it was okay to n- not race. And uh, I... I I knew by by then we all knew that you know winning with, with our, and being on the podium would be probably very unlikely and uh, I did not want him to damage his hand more f- for for a result that was not going to be you know very, very good anyhow and but um, they they took x-rays and all that, and the bones were not broken, it was badly bruised but um he, he wanted to race, he didn't want to quit and so I'm I, I am really thankful for, for his attitude and for, for the effort he put in I guess all of this bad luck just makes you not believe just how
0: well everything went from 05 to 11, like the bad luck hit all of the other teams, you constantly seem to avoid these weird first lap crashes just random stuff like that and now <laughs> you can't get away from them
6: yeah and you know by doing the nation this late we, uh, we're looking for this kind of weather you know i, I think it's time that if we're going to do uh the nation this this late in the season then we have to go to a southern country where we don't have uh pretty much guaranteed bad weather what did you think of holding the event at uh, this venue obviously it's a lot different to redbud Matley, erne
0: it's something different but uh, what did you make of it
6: well i i am not a fan of uh artificial tracks you know it's great for the infrastructure for the for the paddock and and the facility that's that's great but motocross is uh, i like uh, elevation change and and um, and more natural course even if it is a sand course i'm okay with it but i like it to be basically a natural course you know and um yeah that's that's my my opinion and
0: did the testing that Zach, Justin, uh, Jason did before this race kind of work, or after practice and the qualifying races yesterday? Did they overhaul the bikes completely and just change everything?
6: No, it, it helped, and they learned. I'm sure that they learned from uh, from the time they spent on uh, on the sand track. But then uh, today's condition changed completely, you know, with all the water. And uh, I, I I don't. I uh, don't see it as a negative that we came early. It, it's still it's still uh, it's a good thing I, I feel and uh, but it did not help so much in today's condition you know do you think the conditions today helped or hurt the
0: team obviously it slowed things down which maybe helped a little bit but then it was a lottery so there wasn't much you could do and everyone was strong yesterday in the drive
6: yeah um, I, I, I think uh, the conditions today uh there was the luck factor became bigger and bigger, you know, and not only for us but for for everybody.
0: And uh, Erne next year, like we gotta ask this. We ask it every year. Everyone's scared. The Team USA aren't gonna show up because without Team USA, this event loses everything. You're gonna keep coming, right? Like I said.
6: I, I, I want to, but uh, I, I want uh, they they. You know, we we have. Um, You know, there is a fairly big entourage that will come with us, and we we expect to get some tickets and all that. And the organization, they they uh, make fun of us because we we come and we want 60 tickets or something like that. You know, but when you look at that, there is practically no prize money, and how much money that we put in. We put in probably between the factories uh, and a little bit the A M A. It's it's probably close to $300,000 you know for, for the, to come for this event and then even as a team manager you you don't have a spot where you can see the race properly you know you have to fight the public you need all these passes you know and even with a, an all access pass you end up at a place and you have to fight people to be able to see the tribe. and uh, you know the you have to park uh, a mile away with hundred thousand other people, you know I, I think uh, we deserved uh, not only the u s team but the participants, the people that work. Uh, we deserve better treatment I feel
0: And uh, last question, compared to say 2011 when USA last won, how hard is it? How much harder is it putting a team together to come here? Is it like harder than you ever believed it would be?
6: no I knew how it was going to be I mean when I started to to run an American team I did it because there was the team was not the US was not coming that year and uh, then in the last minute uh, uh, Dave Arnold and and I we were running the Honda team and at that time we had five riders on the team and I decided to to take our team and and come to Europe and uh, Motocross Action got involved and all that got behind it and uh uh, at the time, Belgrade Oil also supported it and all that. And uh, that's how I started doing it, because I felt it was wrong for a country like America not to be present.
0: Jorge Prado, Motocross of Nations. Uh, obviously a big one for you, big one for Spain, but most of all, first race on a 450. And I feel like it went well. Uh, fast in practice, show good speed, show good speed in the mount as well today. bowed with hurlings for a bit. All good things, so yeah, I reckon you're happy.
7: Yeah, it was an okay weekend. I mean, uh, we can take a lot of positive things. Also, where we can improve for next year, so that's great. Um, I didn't ride so much with the 450 before this race. Didn't even make so many starts. So, I was quite happy with the both starts on Saturday and first model. Second model, I messed it up too much. I completely lost. So, um, yeah, th- I think the speed is good. It's okay. We can improve on that too. Physical, it's okay. Um, just put a few things together and then we can make big big steps so um, that's why we have now the winter to progress and um, hopefully next year I can come back um, strong I mean, racing, it was good to come here Um, first model uh, I finished third after leading for more than half model, after I started a bit with the goggles, something that I I already improved in the second model as I didn't take them out Um, and also we can take that for next year, so I uh, struggled with the goggles in the first moto and had to go back to six sevens 7th and um, fought back to 3rd. So it was a cool moto, even I passed a couple of riders in the last lap, um, in the last corner also. So um, it, it was okay, I was happy, a bit pity uh, my mistakes, silly mistakes, rookie mistakes, I mean from the goggles and stuff like that. But uh, I was confident for the second model, second model messed up the start, and then it was just trying to fight, fighting uh, with so many riders, weather was so bad, so it, it was hard, I mean, I'm not a really mad specialist, so I think I can be quite happy, not 100%, because uh, we know where we need to improve, so, okay, we take, we take it like it is, and uh, I stay positive for, for the next trainings
0: was there one big thing that shocked or surprised you about the 450 this weekend something you didn't expect
7: um no nothing really um, I maybe expect myself to maybe speed wise a bit slower or maybe yeah a couple couple of things in positive so uh, I mean riders are fast you need to be there yeah right after the start you you gotta be there so that's something that I'm I'm strong at the start so I think that's a good advantage for next year. Even if we made a mistake in the second one, we need to improve and then, and when, and then next year we'll be alright. Need to get stronger, that's the thing.
0: <laughs> I was thinking that a mud race on a 450 must be a lot more fun for you, more power, makes it a bit easier, but then at the same time you've got a muscle to bike around. So was it funner to have a mud race on a 450 or harder? Because like you say, you need to get a bit stronger.
7: Uh, I didn't spend so much time uh, training sand the last two years as I moved to Italy. So we only rode a hardpack because that was my weak point, you know, uh, the hardpack. So, <clears throat> uh, so yeah, I mean, only four days on the bike in the sand uh, before this UP. It's not that much. We made them good, but you know, these conditions, you, it's it's difficult to find them. So. Um, For not running so much sand lately, um, it was all right. Uh, For sure, we can improve on that. And then I didn't get that much started, but, you know, the track was tough. It was tough just to ride it. So, um, also, like I said, as I didn't ride so much sand, my style developed into a hardpacker style a little bit. need to change that again a little bit into the sand races. But that's something that uh, comes comes quick, and uh, it was fine
0: when you were battling with Hurlins in that second race was it something quite normal for you like did it feel like any other battle or did you know it was Hurlins and think oh look at this I'm battling with a sand guy
7: yeah I think I I was in front of him a couple of laps as he crashed so he was behind me and then I, I was trying to keep the position he passed me and then I was thinking oh, maybe I can you know follow and I still more or less you know I kept the gap a couple of laps but then you know, this guy the last laps he puts the throttle down, the hammer down, and he just goes. So uh, it's good to know. It's good to know that uh, I can improve. <laughs> but that we already knew before the start. So uh, no, no. Having Jeffrey there for those laps, also, you know, I could see how he rides a little bit. Uh, even if, even though the track was already hard, so I had to focus on myself, not so much on the others. But uh, it was it was nice to you know see the Jeffrey in front, in the back, you know, around, but, uh, I mean, he's the fastest guy, Uh, or, yeah, so,
0: good. I guess, like every other factory rider, you're going to jump into testing now. Uh, After the testing you've done recently in this race, is there one big thing that you feel like you need to work on, like engine, uh, suspension, anything like that?
7: I think we can work a bit on everything. First, I will take some holidays, because uh, it was a long season, and it's been a while that I... uh, so, uh, yeah, I will go to Spain now, tomorrow, and, uh, and spend some time there, uh, relax, and, and get some uh, the batteries charged for, for start testing, training hard, because I, I will train harder, you know. Next year will be tough, and I want to get ready um, and get the best I can to the first round.
0: Are you going to do the same program as every other year through the winter, like Italy a lot of the time, or are you going to change things up a little bit?
7: Uh, I, I really don't know. Maybe we can we can still improve a couple of things. We speak with the team, we make the program, and it uh, will happen. So uh, No, we already know we're going to improve, so that's good to make the program.
0: And last thing, 450 is next year. This is now the new chapter for you. I feel like you're excited for a new challenge, and I'm excited to see you take on a new challenge.
7: <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm also very excited to take the new challenge, and finally with the 61, because... I like my number more when (laughs) I ride it, you know. So, uh, even though this number was quite, quite close, yeah, (laughs) quite close. So, uh, (laughs) uh, no, uh, no, I'm very excited for next year. I mean, uh, I think I, I needed this change to to improve even more. So, will be very, yeah, very challenging. So, I hope I do good and and we'll see, we'll see how it goes, it's it's hard, you know, many world champions yep. in the big class, many people with a lot of experience, very fast guys, so, uh, yeah, I have a great team, good people around me, so, I think I have everything uh, I need to, to get to the top.
0: Adam Steri, Motocross of Nations, uh, you came here with one goal, finish on the podium as a team, you did that it wasn't looking good after the first moto I feel like as far as first motos go as a team that was one of the worst but you pulled it off in the end and yeah I guess you're stoked
8: yeah sure like you said uh, I'm lost for words at the moment what a way to finish my MX2 career um, like you said after the first moto I got cleaned out by Poland on the first lap um, and then I made a big crash myself and took ages to start my bike uh, Nathan went out as well so I knew that that was two bad results but looking at everybody else's score after the first motor it wasn't, wasn't too bad but obviously not ideal and I thought we threw it away but luckily me and Sean did a great result second race and uh, them, t- them two boys pulled it together for the third motor so big congrats to them and uh, yeah before you ask me any more technical questions I'd just like to say thanks to the whole FNH team for the last two years um, they went above and beyond for this race for me um, Thanks to Mark for the opportunity and uh, thanks to Sean and Nathan as well because they did a great job today and uh, couldn't do it without them.
0: Were you guys stressed after the first moto? Like, as you were talking as a team, were you guys freaking out? Obviously, there was a lot of pressure on you then because you can't fuck up. Yeah, exactly. I
8: knew that we were going to have to throw away Nathan's throw away Nathan's result. and uh, We were going to have to throw away Nathan's result, so that, mean, that meant my 23rd or whatever had to count. So... It meant that we only had to do good races from there on and we did and i've never been so nervous watching that third race in my life i mean i was more nervous watching that race than uh than, went, than before my own race because we was we were second by a long way then we dropped to third and then france were coming they were coming they were coming they overtook us and then i was unbelievably gutted because as you can imagine i finished four three times already <laughs> this year and i thought not again surely but luckily I feel like I had some luck for, for once and uh, when I seen paul and pushing his bike down the side of the track, I was so happy. Everyone in, I was in the skybox, everyone had me on the floor, they were dragging me, <laughs> my, jumping up and down and hitting me and oh, unbelievable, I just, I started crying and uh, yeah, very emotional.
0: I've just figured it out, paul Ann's bike breaking was calmer for him taking you out in the first moto. That's, it got him in the that's, end.
8: That's exactly what I was thinking as well in the press conference, but yeah i don't really believe in that stuff but it is what it is and we're on the podium and definitely the best uh the best day of my career so far
0: i feel like your second moto was better than maybe people will realize because you finished what 10th 11th 12th but you weren't there the whole time you actually moved up to get there
8: yeah exactly (laughs) obviously i got put on the outside for the for the second moto and uh yeah, it's not ideal against the 450s. Yago said in the press conference that it being muddy brought the 450s and 250s closer together, but I completely disagree. I think it makes it worse. I felt there were some people overtaking me that I never heard of in my life, and I was thinking, no, they got to be lapped surely, but just because they had the 450 power, they were pulling out of the corners, and, yeah, it made a big difference today, but it was tough, very tough, but I like the mud, and 2016... I was that was the most gutted I've ever been after a race and today for sure made up for it why did you go outside in the second motor because I don't like that decision yeah because we, because after the first motor we needed a really good result ah. so Sean went on the inside to get a really good result which he did and uh, yeah luckily I, I ended up getting not a bad start from the outside and uh, yeah I, I pushed all my way no mistakes and Ended up in a really good position too.
0: How uh, happy is the fake Team GB manager, Mark Deruva? Or how happy is he? And also how much of a hard time has he been giving you this weekend? After the fir- after the
8: yesterday and the first motor he wasn't very happy, I can tell you that. But yeah, obviously he likes Holland and he's, he's, he's for Holland to win. But secretly he was helping me and, and Team GB. He's been with us all week. And Listen, me and Mark, we've worked together one and a half years now. I need to say thanks to him as well. He's put an awful lot of effort in the last one and a half years. He did a he did a great job. He helped he really helped Nathan with his starts this week and Nathan not starting from the mesh after for, after so long is uh is difficult and he really helped him and we did so many starts on Wednesday and yeah, that we aimed for the podium and that's what we got. So yeah, th- thanks to him for the last one and a half years. And uh yeah, I, I also want to say thanks to Thanks to uh, yeah everyone that helps all my sponsors. Rich, he's he's had to go because he had to take a flight, but he's been a big part of my career ever since I was six years old. So massive thanks to him. I, Mark's been my trainer for the last one and a half years, but Rich has always been there in the background supporting. And yeah, it's been an emotional ride, and this is definitely my best best day of my career so
0: far. Uh, was this motocross of nations thing everything you wanted it to be expected it to be like crazy fans were they as crazy as you thought they'd be was was the excitement there like was it just what you pictured in your mind
8: yeah definitely this is more even more crazy than i expected i knew there'd be a lot of british people coming here because it's quite close to the uk and everybody likes it when they go they they can travel and it's excuse for a holiday and i mean the support i've had all weekend has been unbelievable um yeah, it's, it's above and beyond what I expected, and to finish it off on the podium, like Sean said, after the race we were all like little babies, we were all literally hugging each other, crying, and it just shows, because Sean's also been at it a very long time, and this is his first time getting on the podium, so, which I didn't know, I, I only just found that out, and yeah, he was emotional, and for Nathan, obviously, at the start of the year, last, last weekend he was in an Enduro at Hawkstone going up hills and avoiding trees, and so it, that just shows how incredible of a rider he is. Yeah, uh, yeah. I think today was a little bit more towards Enduro but big props to him he, he did a fantastic job and shown what a great rider he is.
0: Uh, last quick thing, we can't say too much but things are looking more promising for a ride next year in Sweden we were talking about maybe you'd have to start an AS811 team but it's not going to come to that?
8: No I mean it's not sorted yet so you never can never say never in motocross but um, hopefully it doesn't come to that and uh, hopefully in the next couple of weeks I can have some news about what's happening and yeah, at the moment I'm just going to let my hair down, go and get a, a double vodka and coke and see where the night takes us.
0: Nathan Watson, Motocross of Nations, look, it's even nuts that you're here, like when you went to Enduro at the end of 2015, I'm guessing you kind of felt like the dream of racing this event had died a little bit, yeah, especially yeah. as each year went by, not only are you here, you're on the podium, so like, I guess that's more than you could even ask for
9: yeah it's unbelievable like it was something that was always on the back of my mind that I never got the opportunity to do, to do this race and uh, you know after these last few years especially now I've started doing these extreme races and stuff the polar opposite to motocross I, I never expected to be here but you know when I got the call I, uh, I worked hard and and uh, and yeah just obviously unfortunately I had a bike problem in the first one but the boys did good and I had a solid race in the last race and you know to be on the podium it's just like a dream come true and First time with all these press conferences and, and and first time here with all the fans and everything. It's such a amazing experience. I've have enjoyed every minute of it.
0: Let's go back to when the team was selected and everything. Obviously you weren't training on soundtracks and motocross and all of that stuff, you were training with tree roots and rubbish like that. Yeah. When you got the call, was there a bit of you that was a bit reluctant? Because obviously it's a lot of pressure and this isn't your full time gig. So was a bit of you that was like, eh, not, I don't know if I want to.
9: No, as soon as I heard it was at Assen. You know, because I've been doing the beach races every winter and doing a lot of sand riding. and As soon as I heard it, it was at and if they asked me, you know, I was there, and no matter what. I'd have rode anything. And uh, you know, we've got some great sand riders in the UK. And but unfortunately, there was a few injuries and stuff like that. So I was thinking, hmm, maybe, you know, maybe the dream could come trip And and then when I finally got the phone call, I'd already done a little bit of preparation. So I was like, yes, you know, bring it on. But you know, with the conditions like this weekend, it was real nerve wracking. It was a lottery and you know everyone had to have some consistent results and uh, you know there was a lot of pressure going into them last few aces
0: was the adjustment back to motocross or sand riding easier than you thought i guess you never lost it like you've always been a sand master so yeah. that never went away and you do beach races so yeah, yeah. was it actually much of an ad- adjustment
9: to be honest i think my riding's improved a lot since i've gone to enduro i've always used motocross as training for enduro so even though i've been on an enduro bike i've been doing a lot of motocross and uh, i think i've definitely improved it i'd like to do more races and try and because when i go practicing and stuff with, with some fast people i always have quite good speed so it's sometimes frustrating that i can't do more of these races but you know these these guys now are so fast and it's so tough here you've got to be here every weekend racing and uh, but yeah first time off a mesh start as well and somehow i got good starts so i don't know if i fluked it or if i uh, if i picked it up quick but yeah really really happy with how i've on this weekend
0: i think we know why you got good starts uh the fake team gb manager mark deruva was on you yeah, <laughs> pretty hard this week uh, i heard he was texting you and everything and then obviously the practice day he uh he fucked stereo off and was just all over you uh, how was it working with him did he scare you
9: <laughs> yeah he definitely uh he definitely whipped me into gear on the starts he saw that i was pretty bad at him at the start of the day and just gave me some basic tips and obviously i only had one day to to pick it up so i had to really think about it and work hard but yeah I like to thank him for that because he uh he definitely kicked my ass and uh, got me into gear and got me out of the start so yeah he he helped me out with that I think.
0: Has he actually spoken too much this weekend like has he been around I feel like I feel like he's basically British I don't know why but he's all over it this weekend.
9: Yeah I think his last race was Steri and and with Rohan not doing the Dutch team I think he's focused on Team GB which is good for us uh he's helped us out yeah definitely he walked the track with us and gave us some tips because he's a bit of a, a sand uh, legend and and yeah, just been helping out all weekend, giving me some uh, some little tips on on everything really. So uh, yeah, he's uh, he's been a second team manager, I guess.
0: <laughs> uh, what about your bike? I heard two things: one, you've got a long swing arm on, which you'd use for beach races, and two, you've got a Caroli engine or something. Uh, either of those true? Uh,
9: I've got a factory engine. It's not it's not diff- It's not the exact same as Caroli spec. It's a little bit different to, to suit me, but. Yeah, long swing arm's true. I had the the beach race swinging arm. I didn't know if I was allowed to use it, so I wasn't actually training with it. But when they told me on Monday I could use it, then uh, chucked it straight back on and felt way better with it. But it wasn't a true sand race this weekend. You know, there wasn't big bumps and, and dry sand. So I'd like to come back and do a proper sand race.
0: Speaking of coming back, are you on like a lifetime deal in Enduro or are you ever coming back? Like, has there even been people this weekend who have like popped by and been like, oh, might have to remember your name in future when I'm signing riders?
9: I've had no i've had no interest to be honest oh shit I, I know i've uh, <laughs> i've signed for next year in enduro again but i'm happy with with that like uh, i've had a good career in enduro now and i've got a good system with my beach races in the west so that's uh, that's on the cards for next year but definitely like to somehow do some more motocrosses and fit some more of them into the calendar but yeah let's see
0: are the enduro team happy with you doing this like were they a bit reluctant obviously you well you're not in a title hunt but you're in a championship you had a race last weekend and won next week so yeah. this is like the worst possible time yeah
9: yeah they've been really supportive obviously they know what such a big event this is and they uh, they gave me that opportunity they, they couldn't hold me back from this you know opportunity because it is my first time and and yeah they've been really supportive they've helped me out and given me the material i need and and put me under this tent so it's been a unbelievable unbelievable experience being next to jeffrey all weekend and getting changed with jorge and uh jeffrey it's i felt like i've been a factory motocrosser for the weekend it's been good
0: and uh, last thing there is one positive here yeah. uh team gb obviously finished third last year but they didn't get to stand on a podium yeah, which yeah. means you've got one over on ben which yeah. who would have thought that when you're all the way in enduro
9: i know exactly i've uh, i've experienced the full MX and nations podium <laughs> press conferences and in front of all them fans it was unbelievable so definitely got some uh, i've definitely got one up on ben <laughs> so but you know i'm sure in the future he's gonna be uh, back on that back on that mx of nations podium i hope so anyway
0: jeremy sewer motocross of nations team switzerland was kind of screwed coming in but individually i felt like this was a great weekend like you won the qualifying heat which was it wasn't a full mxgp race but that's a little bit of a monkey off your back and today you were really good as well so i think it was yeah great weekend
10: it was, I mean, yeah, winning the qualifying race, you know, just having 2-3 riders missing from the MXGP class was amazing, you know, even Jason Anderson and stuff was in there, the US Supercross champ, of course it's different here, but still it feels good to win and today i just had a really solid day you know uh, a model like this is a lottery it's uh, tough your bike yourself start goggle you know many things play into that and i had two solid motors didn't crash all weekend which is like quite a thing on this kind of track Finishing 4th and 5th, even though I lost each race position in the last lap because first moto, my bike uh, almost didn't make it, so Prado got me. Second Chef which just pushed in the end as usual and I had no goggles, so I didn't really resist that, you know, I just finished. So really happy with uh, 4 and 5, I think my best ever nation wrestle and this in Assen, so that's amazing for me.
0: Does this mean that you don't hate the place anymore?
10: Actually, I hate it a bit less, oh. this is sure, I mean i think the way they prepared the track this year i mean more flow a bit wider helped it a lot you know less dangerous there was no jump uh, you know where you could just land on the side of it anymore (laughs) swiss cowbells you know (laughs) You know, there were no chumps where you could like land on the side on anymore and injure yourself big and these kind of things helped also for myself just to be feel safe, push more, be comfortable. So I think my head uh, went a lot less now.
0: <laughs> but how does that work? Because yesterday when it was dry, you said it flowed more. So your speed was up. So does that not make you feel sketchier as opposed to before when it was slow and like there wasn't really the opportunity for a high-speed crash?
10: So I've, I've kind of just... I understand your question because I thought the same but somehow the rhythm was kinda fucked, sorry before so having no rhythm you fight with the bike you fight with the track you need to clear a tabletop having no rhythm so you kinda come into the takeoff without flow so you the chance is bigger to chop to the right or to the left and I think this is what changes it and once you have flow, it's fast the corners are more open you have a bit more space you come with more confidence you come with a bit more speed and more speed in the sand means you go over the bumps, you don't go in the bumps, and I think this is the difference.
0: Uh, and after the first moto, I think Switzerland was second, which was amazing. We just need Arno to turn up. Like, what have we got to do to get this team going?
10: Yeah, I know. I mean, I knew after Moto1 that this is not going to end up like that because uh, I had a fantastic race, Valente did well. Many others kind of had their DNF there already. And the, the nations if you check any year uh, the last motor decides it, the last few laps even, because then they start to cut the worst result, then it swaps completely, plus moto 2 was volunteer, plus you know Cyril which we knew is not going to be a top 20 yeah. guy, so I knew you know, if we could be top 10, it's already a good job, we finished 11, which is, which is okay with the team we had, I mean okay, like you said, if Arnaud is here in top shape and he can make a top top 5 top 8 plays I think we would be second second yes <laughs> I <laughs> shouldn't have said or that to our, thanks to Arnaud no, no you know <laughs> to be honest Arnaud no, even like it's really bad his injury again but it's a small one I think he will recover well from that, that this is he still you know did an amazing season for himself for for switzerland you know this is amazing for the country to push the sport hopefully we get a GP back next year it's just sad he couldn't be here you know but i think for him with all his injuries it's still amazing what he did this year you know and it's normal he faded a bit in then because he isn't used to that kind of racing you know
0: and uh, last thing this just caps off not a perfect year but a very 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 good year for you huh
10: yes from where we started it's an amazing year you know who would expect to be vice world champion of course tim was gone by miles but he won races in the beginning of the year where i was able to do top tens with my long and stuff so that's where the gap was made but uh, it's amazing to still end up on six podiums and 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 amazing races good pace good speed and knowing i can compete on that level on a 450 class you know which is which is not easy at all as we know
0: Jonas, Motocross of Nations look, I feel like this event just sums up your season as a whole, the whole year I feel like you're underrated no one's really given you the credit that you deserve and once again here you showed that not only are you this good on a 450 but next year, who knows
11: yeah, you know uh, we made actually some improvements on a bike after uh, China, so uh, this was a good race to test it and see how it works and uh, actually it really helped me in the start and also for riding, ok maybe the conditions wasn't the best to test it but I was feeling really good and uh, you know, uh, I always not like it, but I'm always quite good in the mud and conditions like this. So uh, it was not bad for me. And, you know, I did three consistent races. I won the quali race, then I was second and third. So uh, I score five points for Latvia, which is not so bad for the nations. And uh, overall, I'm feeling really happy. And also for Team Latvia, this is the best result ever We finish 8, which is pretty, pretty cool. And uh, we are in front of some uh, really big motocross countries. And uh, yeah, that's really cool.
0: It's obviously been a while since you've done this event, so I guess it's good to be back and being on a four fifty makes it a lot
11: more fun. <laughs> yeah, for sure, you know that being on a four fifty helps a lot in the start against in in those uh, mixed races. So it was way more fun than with the two fifty and uh we were yesterday talking with Team Latvia because all of the guys have been all the years there together with me and then we were talking, you know, that I missed some nations but they said maybe that's for a good reason, you know, and uh now uh we made really good result, and I have to say huge thanks to also to my teammates because they did their best you know and uh, overall also for the team the bike was working great uh, and also for mechanic that's a tough job to fix the bike in between those in between those morrows because it's a really short time so it's really crazy I always wonder for people like you Tim
0: does it is it weird coming to this race because obviously Britain, the Netherlands, Belgium, they come here thinking we can podium, this is going to be great I can't wait to stand on the podium for you guys, like you kind of know it's probably never going to happen, so is it—is it different coming here, is it more like just another race for you?
11: Yeah for sure, like uh, for me it was good, like I took this race as a, as a test, you know if we improve the bike or not and uh, I really focused on uh, just myself, on my riding and uh, you know it was it was nice that the Team USA was with us last few weeks because it was easier to stay motivated during the training. Because I think that's the most difficult thing after the GP season to still keep training for two weeks to keep yourself in a good shape for the Nations. Because yeah, for whole team Holland they are battling for the win or Belgium or whatever for the podium. But we, I, for me, it's just the main goal was to qualify for the A final. But now we made uh, eighth place, which is really amazing. I think it's pretty awesome for a team like Latvia. What did you think of the track changes
0: uh, in the dry, obviously?
11: No, I think the track changes were better than it, they were the last few years for the GP. It was more flow and uh, more options, I would say, for the passing. It was not so much not so, not so one line. But anyway, you know, this is re- not real motorcross track, so uh, for sure I would prefer to have the nations in Lidup or Valkenstor or whatever uh, other track in Holland.
0: And uh, just how bad and tough were the conditions today? Was it one of the worst mudders you've had in a while, or...?
11: Yeah, for sure. It was one of the worst mud I've had in a while. Like, Montalvo was muddy, but it wasn't raining during race, so there came like a dry line. But here it was good. They did a good job with, with the track, you know, for each motor, the track was flat uh, for the first lap. But after it got so deep, you know, uh, even with the 450, it was difficult to get a driver coming out from the corners. And uh, last thing, what's
0: the plan from here? A lot of factory guys are jumping straight into testing. Do you have a bit of time off or is it uh, straight away on to 2020?
11: I know. Now we just uh, next this week. Yeah, next week we're gonna do some testing, and then after that, I will have some time off and uh, you know uh, reset my mind, and then start to get ready for 2020.
0: I'm gonna guess that you're very excited for 2020 because, like I said, who knows what's gonna happen?
11: No, for sure. You know, um, uh, This was a really good learning year for me, and uh, also for the team and everyone. I think we have uh, we have high expectations and high goals for the next season, and for sure, I'm gonna work really hard to be one of the top contenders next year.